Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey, Cool Job. <laughs> oh, that's actually really mean. <laughs> um, for anyone who is waiting for a new Hey, Cool Job, um, this actually is Hey, Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. Um, I do definitely intend to bring Hey, Cool Job back. Um, I am working on it steadfastly. Um, but yeah, I wanted to check in and talk about a lot of things. Like I have a book, um, thing tonight with Larissa and her incredible book, Pop Song. And I know we're going to really talk about feelings and really get in deep because we are both survivors of a lot of, um, things, uh, And it's this really interesting thing where I notice how sometimes I'm really, really careful with myself. And I'm always like, um, be gentle with yourself, have a gentle day, da 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 da. And I do really try to do that and um, apply that kind of thinking to my life. But, you know, just trying to slow down, not be as impatient, not try to fix everything all the time. But, like, I'm also noticing that because I am constantly in such fear around work and productivity and I don't always really trust myself, which is kind of heartbreaking. Um, So when I think about something that I have to do or that needs to get done, like it's not usually enough for me to write it down um, and just have enough faith that I'll be able to get to it later. I have to do it like right then. And I don't know, that just sort of makes my day really haphazard and it also I think reinforces this like paranoid feeling that I have that I'm like constantly forgetting things all the time but in any event I am noticing how um like my addiction to work or my addiction to like accomplishment or getting something done manifests which is that because I'm trying to be gentle, because I am sober, because I am trying to live my best spiritual life and have some recovery around like mental obsession and all this stuff, I'm noticing that I'm really, really careful with myself other than for work. So, you know, because I have this event tonight, um, I'm like, okay, well, we can only work from the hours of this and this um, in the lead up to it. And, you know, today for lunch, I was just like, it's such a beautiful day. Um, I've been working all morning. What does it look like to take myself out for lunch and eat exactly what I want? So like today, for example, I hope it's not too triggering to talk about specific food, but like, I was like, I really want salmon. I don't know why I want salmon. I want harissa. I want like a grain salad. I want this. and. I do not have any of these things in my house. Um, I shared about this on Instagram, but I'm trying to eat less animal protein, which doesn't mean anything other than I am trying to eat less animal protein. And the way that looks for me is I am nowhere near vegan. I am nowhere near um, any hard and fast black and white rules that govern my eating just because that will get me in trouble. Um, and so I don't have salmon in my house. And so I was like, I want to take myself out for lunch. But the way that showed up, it was like, 
it was just like, you can't, you're not allowed to. And I was just like, okay, well, is that eating disorder? What is this? And it was like, you can't, you're not allowed to, you have to preserve your energy for the work thing that you have to do tonight and for the work that you are going to do in the hours in the lead up to it. And so I'm like looking and I never really sort of made the connection like this close to the actual like moment of it where I'm like, oh, wow, like I almost fetishize my gentleness and I'm so protective over it. Even around things that actually bring me joy and pleasure. And granted, I, you know, I'm an addict. And so things that give me joy and pleasure, like, not that I have to watch it, but I I just like, am in the process of reprogramming myself away from like, everything should get a reward. Or if I do this, then I'm allowed to get, you know, then I'm allowed to smoke weed. Or like, if I do that, um, then I'm allowed to eat this. Or if I don't do that, or if I don't eat that, then... I'm allowed to like, I don't know, like drink 19 martinis, just like all of this like stuff in my head. And it was always like really like pendulum swinging and kind of manic where it's like starve all day and then drink a weird amount or like binge on everything. And then like, you know, don't do anything except for work. Um, And so, yeah, like I just wanted to share the ways in which gentleness also can be seductive and a little self-harmy not like self-harmy but like I guess it's this it's that for me I see the ways in the in the I see the ways that my eating disorder specifically anorexia or like restriction manifests in places outside of food and like the time it would take to like go outside my house walk in a beautiful day, go to a specific place that I have in mind and like take myself out to a lunch. Like all that time that it would take and like even the time of like enjoying it is somehow like getting com- computed in my head as like not gentle because I have this work thing that I that I need to save all my energy for. And so sometimes that restrictive thinking I'm noticing is restricting a lot of joy. And sometimes for me, sobriety becomes this thing that I like really hurt myself with because then I'm like, you have to be sober and kind of like, I don't know, like stingy or like miserly, which, you know, in early recovery, when you are trying to like completely change behavior patterns I can see why being like that vigilant or um, staunch about it would be important but like yeah I'm just holding space for that interesting dynamic and it's it's kind of it kind of reminds me I'm like going on on a tangent here but it kind of reminds me of like when I was bulimic or like restricting it's like I don't eat carbs I don't eat carbs I don't eat carbs for like a day I don't eat them for a week I don't eat them for like I don't know like three months but then when I'm binging all I'm doing is binging on carbs like an unholy body terrorizing numbing like stuffing myself amount of carbs and so like in that same way I'm like apparently I have to have to 
like white knuckle have to be very 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 gentle i have to should be all the time gentle 100 percent unless i'm like ODing on work and so i don't know sometimes it's like again like it's that that pleasure piece that joy piece and how even in recovery and in even in like being therapized and like being mindful and like all of this stuff like I really use recovery even to stymie joy and the moral of that which you know is really simple is that I went and I had the lunch and it was great and it really hit the spot and it was exactly what I wanted and it really satisfied something that I'm allowed to feel like I am allowed to want a specific lunch and like take myself out buy it for myself as someone who like makes money and works hard for that money and then enjoy it and for some reason that is revelatory to me today And for some reason, historically, I've not been allowed to do that kind of stuff because it's, quote, too time-consuming on days that I have, like, a work engagement or a work thing. Um, And yeah, and, like, the way that carries over, too, is that when I have a deadline, I don't do anything that is joyful because I'm, quote-unquote, like, being gentle and, like, saving myself for the work. And so that just doesn't... That's a type of, like... I don't know, like trick gentleness that um, becomes distorted. And yeah, I'm just trying to be like really gentle around fake gentleness. Um, so that's it for me, um, sending love. And yeah, like not to be like, I hope you have a gentle day, but also gentleness is dangerous. But like, I hope you have a mindfully gentle day um, wherever that can like greet you. And that's it.